Welcome to Live from Size Lounge, weekly conversations with alumni of Iowa State University. At the ISU Alumni Association, we strive to facilitate the lifetime connection of cyclones everywhere, communicating, connecting, and celebrating cyclone pride. This series is made possible thanks to the more than 43,000 members of the Alumni Association. If you are interested in staying connected to the university and receiving all the benefits and services of being a member, visit isualum.org to learn more. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into Live from Size Lounge. My name is Matt Van Winkle with the ISU Alumni Association. Today's interview is going to be a little bit different than usual due to a short week from the holidays. We've pre-recorded today's episode. We appreciate everybody who's been listening or watching on one of our social media channels or on our podcast. A quick note is to stay tuned to our social media and your email inbox for Black Friday deals coming to the online alumni store. We are going to have some great deals on clothing, toys, home and decor items, and gift bundles. And of course, no sales tax when you shop the Iowa State Alumni Store. So stay tuned for some great Black Friday deals from the ISU Alumni Association. Well, we know Cyclones everywhere love Iowa State men's and women's basketball. And with the season starting up today for the women and Sunday for the men, we thought we'd bring on someone who knows a thing or two about both those two programs. Today, we are joined by Iowa State alum Brent Bloom. Brent is a 2007 graduate with a degree in journalism. His career includes work in radio and television here in Iowa and in Florida with the Orlando Magic of the NBA. Currently, Brent works as Director of Development for the Ivy College of Business through the Iowa State University Foundation. You may also recognize his work on the radio for Iowa State women's basketball and football and as a contributor to the website Cyclone Fanatic. So please help me welcome Brent Bloom to the show. Hey, Brent. Hey, Matt. Good to be on with you. I, I really enjoy this weekly feature. It's, it's been fun over the past uh, couple of months to really see the fascinating people that have gone through Iowa State and how they've contributed yeah. an impact to the rest of the world. And uh, you really, it's really Cyclones Everywhere is the perfect tagline. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. I mean, we started this over on our Instagram, just doing Instagram lives with some people. Uh, George Niang was one of our first guests, Scott Sipker, uh, Clayton Anderson, an astronaut, uh, a NASA astronaut. And we transitioned these over to, to a more of a broad reach on our social media channels. And it's really fun to see how it's taken off. So I appreciate that, those, those kind words. It's tough to follow uh, George and uh, an astronaut, <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do the best we can today, Matt. That's right. That's right. Well, it's, it's hard to believe that basketball season is here, isn't it? Yeah, wild. I mean, it's like you kind of look at the calendar and, it, you know, it should have started really two weeks ago, but yet mm -hmm. here we are in Thanksgiving week and here's basketball. It's kind of just sprung upon us here. And this is a great time of year, albeit super awkward and, and strange, as is 2020. <laughs> That's right. It's it's really, again, hard to believe that it's here with the, with the year we've had with, again, you think back to what was it, March when the Big 12 tournament kind of got underway. Iowa State right. played, was it the last game of the season for the for the men, I guess, it, yeah, it was, was pretty for... much, yeah, the one of the last ones that actually finished, which was that, yeah. that Wednesday night in uh, right. Kansas City, um, and then yeah. the world shut down really the next day. Yeah, and the women obviously got on the court to start their game uh, on that Friday, I believe, and ended up the the whole tournament ended up getting canceled after right. that. Crazy. So, so let's start right there and talk a little bit about these two men's and women's basketball teams. So let's start with the women. Uh, you'll be actually on the call tomorrow on TV. Tell us a little bit about that, Brent, and how, how TV is going to work for the women this year. 
Yeah, so uh, Iowa State has basically a new distribution platform uh, they've been working on for a while now. It's called Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus, and mm-hmm. it's really it's a digital network, um, and it's really neat and, and simple to use. But, you know, all of Iowa State's soccer matches, uh, volleyball matches have been on this uh, Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus, and then uh, a select few men's games and uh, the majority of all, well, all of the women's games, most of them except those ones picked for national television, will be on ESPN Plus. And you know, ESPN Plus, if you aren't aware, it, it's a platform digitally through the ESPN app. You can get it on your phone, you can get it on your smart TV, you can get it on your um, you know wired TV, uh, various ways to get it. But they've really w- done a nice job over at the athletic department to make this available for everybody worldwide. And so. Uh, they need some local broadcasters, so uh, I'm fortunate to be able to do the women's games uh, with Lindsey Fenley and uh, Molly Parrott, and then do uh, some of the men's games with Clay Edwards, who was a Cyclone back in the mid-'90s on uh, the Tim Floyd teams. He actually had a hook shot that beat uh, Cincinnati uh, back in 1997. So uh, I was joking with Clay earlier. You know, Clay's, Clay was a, a big forward center. So he's like 6'8", six, 6'9", six, so mm-hmm. uh, might look a little uneven on the, the television broadcast. But, uh, <laughs> it's like you and Sage, work- right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Looking forward to working with those guys. And it, it really should be uh, a fun season for both the women and the men's side. And you know, kind of squeeze it with the f- excitement of football as well, so it's yeah. a good time to be a Cyclone. Well, the women are coming into this season ranked 15th in the nation. Uh, pretty remarkable for this Bill Fennelly team. They've got some great players on this team. Brent, just give uh, Iowa State fans a little bit of an insight about what to expect from this team. Yeah, super excited for this group. And it's actually, Matt, good good, good call on the ranked 15th. That's the highest Iowa State women have been ranked in the preseason since 2002. So mm-hmm. the expectations on this team as, are as high as they've been in a long time. And for, for good reason, Iowa State returns you know, really an All-American of a player in Ashley Jones who averaged 20 points and 10 rebounds a year ago. Uh, she's already over 1,000 points, and she's only a junior this season. But there's a lot of other great uh, players on that roster. Kristen Scott is a senior now. Uh, she was integral in Iowa State's uh, great season a couple of years ago, and has just been rock solid uh, all for her entire Iowa State career. And you know, She's a forward-type player that can really shoot, too. Uh, and then there's some other veteran leadership. Maddie Wise, Ray Johnson have played a lot of important uh, games in the Big 12 Conference. But uh, the coaches are also super excited about this freshman class. They added a uh, top 10 ranked uh, recruiting class in the nation um, and some really decorated players. And according to everybody I've spoken with, all will play. So uh, that's pretty impressive for a freshman to be able to play on an Iowa State roster that is this good. But that's, that's why the expectations are so high. And everyone is so excited about this this program in this year uh, to be ranked 15th in the nation uh, and probably right there with Baylor at the top of the Big 12. And the neat thing for Iowa State is they're coming off good vibes, Matt, is the last game the Iowa State women played was that upset at Hilton Coliseum against Baylor. Uh, that's the last game right. the Cyclones played. So they have good feelings coming into this season. I think it has the opportunity with all the strangeness going around the world uh, to be a really good season for them. For sure. Let's jump, let's jump over to the men, too. Um, obviously, a down year for them last year. Um, some injuries, maybe a little bit of a younger team. Um, this year looks quite a bit different of a team, though, with some talented freshmen and a few transfers that are coming in that are actually um, got approved to play this year. So talk about um, how those guys are going to help the team and what to expect from the men as well. 
certainly will be fun to watch. Uh, they're, they're an interesting group. And the, so the problem, as everybody knows, in the Big 12, it's really tough. And it's going to be very mm-hmm. good again this year. And so we'll be interesting to see how this group fares in the midst of, uh, you know, Baylor's going to be a top three program. Kansas is always mm-hmm. good. Oklahoma State's got a brand new roster and they're high expectations. Right. So a lot of good teams in the Big 12. And I'm not quite sure where Iowa State fits in that mix, but that's what makes this season so interesting uh, for the Iowa State men. And you know, Rajir Bolton, who kind of was the sidekick to Tyrese Halliburton last year, of course, Tyrese off to the NBA and the Sacramento Kings, but he's actually the third highest returning scorer in the Big 12. Averaged uh, over 14 points per game a year ago. He's going to have an increased role. And then the Cyclones got a couple of transfers uh, that are guards. Tyler Harris from Memphis, who's a really good shooter. And then Jalen Coleman-Lands from Illinois, who's you know a sixth-year senior now and a super sharp kid that will also come in and most likely start. And he's he's got uh, the ability to score as well. And then some freshmen. And I would say to anticipate several of the freshmen playing. Uh, super excited about uh, Jaden Walker, who's a guard from the Atlanta area. And then you also have uh, Xavier Foster, who was highly recruited here from Oskaloosa in the state of Iowa. Um, and a couple other guys, too. And, you know, it, it's hard to say what this men's team will look like as far as the win-loss record at the end of the year. But I think there's some foundation pieces for Iowa State to build on uh, to get back to those years a couple of years ago where you know you're having those those Big 12 championship runs down in Kansas City and into the NCAA tournament. And one other guy that I should mention is a player who sat out last year, who transferred from Troy. His name is uh, Javon Johnson, and he will start for Iowa State and has a chance to be one of those versatile pieces, kind of like a George Niang or a Taylor Horton Tucker that can do a little bit of everything. So. Some new, uh, some new presence under the tree for Iowa State basketball this year, and I'm excited to watch them play. Obviously, we saw the news about uh, Tyrese Halliburton drafted to the Sacramento Kings earlier, earlier this week. And it's really pretty incredible, Brent, to see the amount of guys that have been drafted from this Iowa State team in the past, what, five, six years. It, it's, they're in the double digits right now of guys, right, that are in the league. Incredible. Yeah. In fact, uh, I think it's at 10 now, Matt, over the yeah. at least the last six years for Iowa <laughs> State. And, and that puts Iowa wow. State in the top 10 nationally of all programs to have that many players drafted, or at least th- a lot of them weren't drafted. I think that's the neat part is a lot of them like a Matt Thomas, like a Deontay Burton, like an Abdul Nader. Mm-hmm. Well, Abdul, actually, Abdul did get drafted late in the second round. But you get my right. point, had to work their way up to an NBA roster and earn mm-hmm. playing time. And that's tough to do. I mean, there's only so many roster spots and the fact that iowa state has 10 of those it's pretty impressive and tyrese found a great home in sacramento Uh, Mm -hmm. sacramento they were joking well you're from you're from uh the california area it's like area it's like a it's like a big ames you know where it's it's really of all the nba (laughs) cities uh it's the most like a you know a college town for lack of a better term sure i think uh i think tyrese will do well there and excited to watch all those guys all those guys play i mean you can turn on an nba game and chances are you'll see a Cyclone on one of the rosters, which is which is pretty incredible. I do like to mention that uh, currently our friends on the east side of the state have uh, just one player actively <laughs> in the NBA. Who, who is that? I can't even, I can't even think It'd about be Tyler who that would Cook, be. Tyler Cook, but he's kind of on the edge. Oh, but he's floating around yes, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's just, it's just fun to remind every once in a while. Well, we, need, we should start a new hashtag, Cyclones Everywhere in the NBA, I guess should be the the hashtag. I guess it would be a little long, but yeah, it might run out of characters. But I think, uh, man, it, the chances are, yeah, turn on the the NBA game, and uh, there could be one of those guys trotting out there, which is pretty fun. 
Pretty cool. Well, uh, back to this season, obviously with COVID-19 precautions, there won't be any fans in the stands, at least through the month of November here um, at Hilton Coliseum. There's still some uncertainty about scheduling. I know there have been a lot of questions. People, games have been canceled in different conferences, but um, it was just announced that the NCAA tournament is going to be in one location right. in Indianapolis this year. How much do you think all this uncertainty and change will impact teams uh, in games this year? Do you think it has much of an impact it, with no fans? And It will, and I think it's those teams that uh, you know, have the best culture and best leadership will thrive, and those that don't, won't. I mean, you've seen it really in football, and I think you'll, there's a reason why Iowa State's atop the Big 12 Conference in football right now is because they have you know, character, high-character guys and a mm -hmm. coach that – isn't going to let them, you know, lose their focus. And it's 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 going to be strange. I mean, going into Hilton Coliseum with no fans in there or going on the road and not having anybody yelling at you when you're on the road, and then not to mention all the uncertainty anyway of, you know, especially in, in basketball, there will be a lot of postponed games. I mean, because if you have a positive COVID test and it's, it's impossible to avoid, you have to postpone the games. And so basketball starts on Wednesday today, and yet – uh, you're already seeing a bunch of postponed games. And obviously it's going to have some postponed games, just the nature of it. Mm -hmm. But who can have that resiliency and that focus and that determination to just play through it and do the best you can and, you know, hope you can get as many games in as possible. And, you know, you, if you talk to the, the student athletes, they want to play. And I think that's kind of gets forgotten about through all this whole process is it's good for them to be playing, even if it's in front of mm -hmm. no fans or, or whatever it looks like. Uh, they want to play, and so I'm excited that they get the opportunity that allows them to get on Hilton Coliseum, even if there are no fans in the stands. For sure. Well, Brent, let's jump over to the gridiron. Why don't, why don't we? Uh, Iowa State football having really a remarkable season. You're on the broadcast for the Cyclone Radio Network. I know you're at all the home games and the away games, so you're, yeah. one of the, you're one of the few people that have been able to see this Cyclone team at all the home games and away games this season. Talk about just this incredible run this team's going on this season in, in a what has been a really strange season. And what are your thoughts about uh, the Big 12 championship game? Obviously a big game looming uh, coming up on Black Friday, but give us your thoughts on this football team so far this year. Oh, what, a, what a blast it's been. It's been surreal at times, uh, just with the lack of fans and the, you know, the circumstances surrounding the, the pandemic. But for this group to rally the, together the way they have has to make uh, – Cyclones everywhere proud. It makes me proud just watching and being able to watch them and to be six and one in the Big Twelve, first time Iowa State's ever been six and one in conference play in any conference, dating back to forever. Uh, mm -hmm. And to watch them do it, be resilient. They've had to come from behind in games. Um, they've beat Oklahoma, uh, have a chance now to beat Oklahoma and Texas in the same season for the first time ever. There's so many boxes that Iowa State is checking off and. You know, in order to get to the Big 12 championship game on December 19th, Iowa State essentially has to beat Texas on Friday. It's just the way the tiebreakers are, mm -hmm. will, would, would work out in that scenario. So what a great opportunity, though. Iowa State's knocked down so many doors already under Matt Campbell that this is just a one last door standing in the way to get to a championship game. And then all bets are off if Iowa State can even get there and perhaps they could win a championship. So it's been it's been fun to watch, been fun to be on the road with those guys and this group is as close of a football team as you can be for multiple reasons. One, it's been a successful season, but all the work they've had to do to, you know, all the COVID protocols, really keeping those guys in as much of a bubble as you can. It's been such a difficult season for everybody involved, but also meaningful because if you're able to have this success in this environment, um, it's something we can all be proud of for what that team is doing. 
Uh, quick thoughts on Brees Hall. Obviously, this guy has really turned it on this year. I think that's the, the hardest part for me, not to be able to go to the games yeah. and watch the, this talented player, this once-in-a-really-a-generation type player that we've, we're seeing come through Ames. That is the difficult part is, you know, you're at the K-State game and you're up 35 to nothing in the second quarter <laughs> and you're like, wow, if only people could be here, this place would just be going absolute oh, bananas. But it, it is the nature of it, and Brees is just fantastic. I, You know, I, I grew up watching Troy Davis, and I didn't think – in my lifetime, we would have anybody even close to Troy Davis as far as a running back at Iowa State. And there have been some great ones over the years, uh, not to mention David Montgomery, who is playing in the NFL. But Brees is just special. He's He kind of has all those great traits of a running back, and uh, he's also a high-character mm-hmm. guy as well. So fun to see him uh, starting to get some national recognition as well. I'm not sure if we'll ever you know, get a Heisman Trophy perhaps, at least this season, because of the big names involved. But uh, he's starting to enter those conversations, and the production level is just off the charts for him. And it's it's uh, enjoyable as an Iowa State fan to have another running back uh, wear the number 28 and have this success, and, and so happy for him because <laughs> Iowa State's needed a lot of those touchdowns too. And uh, It makes you feel comfortable having uh, Brees Hall in the backfield when you go down to Austin on Friday. For sure. Well, Brent, let's switch gears a bit and talk about your work with the College of Business. Tell us about what you do there as part of the Iowa State Foundation. Yeah, it's just uh, it's really a dream job for me. So I, I work under the umbrella of the Iowa State Foundation, but housed right. in the Ivy College of Business. And I'm actually in uh, the Jardine business building today. But uh, uh, our goal is to raise uh, philanthropic dollars for donors that, and, and to causes they're, they're passionate about. And to be able to connect Iowa State alumni and friends to causes that also help a university that you and I both love and a campus that we both love, it's, it's just meaningful work, and I, and I love it. And the connections you're able to make with donors and then the impact that the donors can make with a student or a faculty member or a program on, on campus, you really see the impact every day. I mean, every single, I mean, just think about in the environment now, every scholarship a student gets is important because of the mm-hmm. environment we're in, because of the, the difficult COVID climate. Um, dollars are needed ma- now more than ever. And mm-hmm. to be able to fundraise for scholarships and, and faculty support and all of the things that make a campus go, it, it's really enjoyable work. So in a normal year, I'd be traveling across the country seeing Ivy College of Business alums. It's been a lot of Zoom calls and virtual calls and, and phone calls, uh, but it's been uh, it's been great to really get Iowa State and, and raise the bar for, for Iowa State and the Ivy College of Business and uh, help out with this Forever True for Iowa State campaign, a really historic campaign for mm-hmm. Iowa State University. And we're, we're knocking on the door of a $1.5 billion goal. Wow. Um, and it's just been a thrill to be a part of. I, I think back to my time as a student, you too, as a, as a student as well at Iowa State, just how much we took for granted the amazing facilities that are at Iowa State. And you don't really think about as a student right. at the time, where those come from, but really it's those generous donors and those alumni um, that are contributing back to the university to make it better for future generations. Well said, and we just completed a, a 45,000 square foot expansion of the Jardine Building, and it yeah. makes me feel old, Matt, because the Jardine Building <laughs> opened when I was a sophomore on campus uh, back wow. in, in 2004, <laughs> and remember, sure. if, if folks haven't been on campus, it really was the last remaining spot on central campus. Uh, you know, just east mm-hmm. of the Campanile. And so, you know, I can look out my window right now and hear the Campanile ringing, which is a, a pretty cool way to work during the day. But uh, we ran out of space. I mean, the Ivy College of Business is the fastest growing uh, college 
on campus. It's one of the fastest growing college business across the entire nation. And really in the last five to six years, we've grown about 35% in the college. So we ran out of space and so needed additional uh, space. And it's really a beautiful addition that we made. Thanks to the lead gift from the Jardine family out of Eastern Iowa. They had a $7 million lead gift and they gave the initial gift uh, way back in 2001 uh, to get the building started. So the neat part about this is it's a, it was a roughly $30 million project, Matt, and all of it was uh, raised from private dollars, and there's no, no state funding involved. And so in this difficult climate, again, to have those generous alumni and friends step up to the plate and create this beautiful space, it's, it's something I'm very proud to be a part of. I know the entire mm-hmm. college is, but really all of Iowa State should be a proud of. And uh, I'm looking forward for when students can be back fully yeah. on campus. We've had a couple classes in the new space already, but uh, this space is just beautiful and gorgeous and uh, really a job well done by everybody. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm excited to get over there and check it out. Some really some other cool buildings on campus. If you haven't, the Student Innovation Center over yes. on the opposite side Fantastic. of campus just opened up this year. They were hoping to do a grand opening of that this year. I think they're, that's all on hold with COVID as well. But some really exciting things happening on campus. So thanks for sharing a little bit about that, Brent. Absolutely. So, so Brent, Iowa State graduates are using their degrees to make their communities, Iowa, and the world a better place. Talk about how you feel you've been able to use your education to make an impact in the work that you do. Yeah, I mean, Iowa State means everything to me. It's really, you know, growing up, I always envisioned uh, going to school at Iowa State and because I was a Cyclone fan, but, you know, beyond just the athletics piece, uh, the relationships and the education and the lifelong friends that I met through Iowa State, I think is the most important part of my Iowa State experience. Um, But then the connections beyond that and you know, Matt, it's not only the education of that you receive in the classroom, and I received uh, great technical training in journalism and broadcast, but it was those connections that Iowa State allows you to have outside of the classroom. And when I jumped on campus, you know, as a freshman and a sophomore, I got involved with the student radio station, KURE, and also on the Iowa State television station, ISU-TV. And those reps and uh, practice that I got doing those things allowed me to get an internship with John Walters at Channel 5 at the time, and then that allowed me to transition into uh, my full-time job and then beyond in my career. And now I, I owe a lot to uh, that experience and, and John as well today. So it's it's not only the, what you what you get trained on in the classroom, but it's those, those off-campus experience or those on-campus but out-of-the-classroom experience that can really take you even further. And I'm so grateful for Iowa State, and uh, I owe the world to this place. and. Uh, you know, outside of my, my family, my wife, and my kids, uh, I think Iowa State's right up there for uh, most meaningful parts to me, and um, I can't thank them enough for, for the places that has allowed me to go. Perfect. Well, Brent, thanks so much for joining me today, all the work that you do for Iowa State, and also for partnering with the Alumni Association as a member as well. Well, you guys are doing outstanding work, and, and Matt, uh, you front and center there. I've really enjoyed uh, these features <laughs> and getting to know Cyclones across the country, and uh, you know, one last thing is uh, go Cyclones. Absolutely. And have a great Thanksgiving, giving everybody. Uh, have fun watching the Cyclone football team and the men's and women's basketball teams this season as well. Thanks so much for watching and have a great Thanksgiving.